Hello, and welcome to the Worcester Art Museum. My name is Ben Sardinia, and over the course of this podcast, I'd like to walk you through my experience with the painting presumably set before you, Hubert Robert's Roman Ruins. At the time of this recording, I have visited Wham every Thursday for the past six weeks with the sole purpose of observing this painting. Now, full disclosure, I have no background in painting or really art in general, but in spite of this, I believe my six weeks spent observing this piece offers me a unique perspective. Simply because I think it could be interesting to condense my six weeks observing into eight minutes for you. I also hope that you and I will have different impressions of this painting, which ideally would start an engaging conversation. And, of course, there's no way for me to interact with you, the listeners, so I've invited my friend Annie Mundy to hopefully have an engaging conversation. Annie, how are you? I'm good. How are you? Thank you for agreeing to do this. And you are, you have a little bit of art experience, right? Yep. I am a studio art major, but not art history, so. Okay. All right. Well, then, with that in mind, why don't we give you the lead, and why don't you give me your first impressions of the painting? Um, okay. Well, it looks to me to be a scene of um, Roman ruins. Definitely Roman um, ruins. A little bit dilapidated. There's cheated. some foliage growing in um, what looks like the, you know, crumbling parts of it. There's some what look like Roman peasants doing laundry, and there's some animals grazing, um, and a statue of what looks like an old Roman official. Um, so that's kind of a surface level. Surface level, yeah, <laughs> um, very by know. numbers. But... Um, I'm interested in, it's a very strange composition, I guess. You know, the archway is right in the middle leading to this, you know, kind of like glorious light. And mm. the peasants are so perfectly positioned kind of in the archway. And mm -hmm. the statue is right there. And your eye kind of moves perfectly through into the light. And I don't know, there's something a little bit unsettling about the two perfect compositions of this piece. Of yes. you're, you are a little elevated, too. You're definitely not standing on ground level in this painting. Mm -hmm. Um no, it's interesting you mention all that because I didn't know this until about four weeks into observing it. But Hubert Robert favored the Capriccio style, which is this okay. idealized kind of best of style where you take a number of different things from a, multiple scenes and piece them into one painting or one artwork. Gotcha. So he, I mean, obviously he favored heavily uh, ancient Rome, ancient ruins really in mm -hmm. general. I mean, Rome in particular. You go through his work and you see paintings of people... Uh, walking past like giant bridges or these like half buried statues mm -hmm. and things like that, not really paying attention to them. So this follows in that. And really what he's doing is taking a number of different things he liked of different ruins and piecing them together in this kind of best of to really enhance the idea. I think it's kind of overwhelming in a way to right. really give you the perspective of being actually in front of any Roman ruin and that perspective of this is something so beyond you. Um, so much larger than you. So that maybe a painting on his own he felt couldn't do. So mm -hmm. it is interesting you pick up on that, just the way the focal point is in the center of the painting, like how you're so perfectly positioned to get everything that's going on in this scene. Right. Um, so let me draw your attention to two of my favorite figures of the painting, the woman and man in the bottom center by the okay. well. What do you think of those characters? Well, it looks like the woman is doing um, laundry. Mm -hmm. uh, the man seems to be standing above her on the edge of the well or something. Um, he doesn't seem to be helping her. <laughs> no, absolutely um, not. I'm not sure what their relationship is. Um, I don't know that I see them as a mother and son, but I could you know, understand that interpretation. I Maybe mm -hmm. he's dropping something off for her to clean. Or <laughs> That's a little, um, little clairvoyant of you because yeah. I was definitely going to make the point that I, I, I do see them as mother and son. That's interesting because, oh, okay. well, I don't know what it is about them. Maybe it's my own relationship with my mother, but <laughs> it's just like how she's always working and he's just distracted easily and climbing up on top of things and not helping at all. But I think also just 
the theme of this painting seems to be the old and the new, mm-hmm. which my mom probably wouldn't like me saying. <laughs> but definitely, and also, I mean, you see in the background by the hill, I don't know if you noticed, the child, uh, the child and mother. Mm. They're definitely clearly there. So... I don't know. Something about the way she faces him. She's working hard and he seems to be just kind of youthful or curious and how he's he clearly has some work to do. I mean, he's holding a basket and whatever. Right. So but he's not doing that. He's more focused on just the way anyone is, the, why we were drawn to this painting, um, just the grandeur of Rome and the idea mm-hmm. of what it is or what it stands for. So, yeah, that was my interpretation of it. And I think it's sta- standing against the Roman ruins themselves, how... I don't know if you noticed this. Well, actually, let me ask this before I assume anything. What do you what do you make of the light in this painting? Um, the light is a little bit strange to me. I'm not really sure what the source. Obviously, the source is the sun, but I don't know where the sun would be positioned because of you know the kind of inconsistencies with where um, it is illuminated. You know, it's illuminated on the people, right. but also in the background of because it ruins. definitely yeah, it definitely um, looks like a sunrise or a sunset. I mean, you can't really tell, which is part of the ambiguity right. of the painting, I think. But because I mean, the orange in the background clearly it's on the horizon. Mm-hmm, right. Exactly, but it is it does give this very like immaculate sense, and um, you know, kind of adds to this idealized composition that he's given. That you know, for lack of a better word, it highlights that you know mm. intense beauty and. Um, you know, just everything so great about Rome. Hmm. See, I would have said illuminates, but highlight works. Okay, uh, okay. <laughs> um, no, you know, I think what he's doing with it, I think, is because just obviously the grandeur of Rome so grabs you right away, but it's not the thing that's cast. Like the, the humans of this painting are in the spotlight, mm-hmm. I, I think. And I, what I feel like he's doing with that is drawing this emphasis on the human story of what's going on in this painting. Like, obviously, grand creations like this, like giant stone structures, are always going to impress us. But they're also the thing that's fallen into disrepair. They're also the Mm -hmm. things that weeds are growing over. And they're also the thing that's fallen out of time. And the people in this painting, I think it's this funny kind of humanist story of how life goes on. I mean, obviously, life goes on with the green reclaiming this area, but also life goes on in that even in this incredible structure, this, like, perfectly sculpted geometric architecture, stone architecture, you also have this, like, dilapidated, not great uh, 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 wooden scaffolding, you know? Like, it's kind of like Mm -hmm. this idea that there's always this uh, desire to create and desire to progress with human beings. I think that's what's going on here. And that... Like the way, the, the same way the kid is drawn into the ruins and he can't focus on his work. Like, there's, they choose to have like their animals built here. I mean, there's not a lot of shelter. There's literal holes in the roof. Like, there's mm-hmm. not a great reason to have animals here, but there's something that draws you back to this all the time. Like, this idea of like continuing on even if it falls into ruin. Right. And re- with the scaffolding, that's interesting. The, um, they're repurposing the area and you know what used to be these grand Roman ruins are now repurposed as a grazing area and a laundry area mm. um, and I hadn't given much thought to that about you know what happened to the Roman ruins and the, the people there in between being you know Roman ruins to what they are today mm, definitely right I mean I think I mentioned this before we started recording how I was in uh, Italy before uh, this previous summer and it's just like right now we're at a period where we're absolutely celebrating the grandeur of Rome uh, and we know so much about it, we can piece it together, and it's just basically a giant a- outdoors museum, that entire city. But uh, like you said, I mean, you never really considered this period where people really didn't know what to do with, like, there, it was impossible to maintain as the fall of the empire. But, I mean, it still drew people back, and they still wanted to be a part of it, even if they were going to turn it into basically, like, 
the world's greatest laundromat or something, <laughs> you know? Like, definitely, definitely. So, I mean, there's a lot that just fascinates you with this painting, I think. I think oh, you yeah. totally get overwhelmed, I think. There's, like, the mystery of how the humans that you relate to immediately are cast in this illuminating light, but the ruins are cast in the shadow that you're never really going to fully get every detail, but you mm -hmm. keep trying to... I feel like that the reason he does that is you're going to always want to search through it, you know? Right. In the same way that being near these ruins is going to make you want to do that. Mm -hmm. Well, I mean... I've said all I want. I mean, there's, we can go on for so much longer, but we only have so much time. So I don't know if you have any closing remarks you want to make about the painting, or I think it's a really interesting and beautiful painting. Okay, well, that's good. I hope I hope <laughs> our I hope our listeners agree, and I hope they liked our little conversation here, and I hope they even disagree with us, and I hope yeah. they find their own unique take on this painting. I think there's a lot to find here. Well, thank you for listening.